0: Hello and welcome to the Light Reading Podcast. I'm Phil Harvey. I'm an editor here at Light Reading.
1: I'm Kelsey
2: Zeiser. I'm also an editor at Light Reading. And I'm Aparna Krishaker. I'm President, Business Markets from Verizon.
0: Aparna, thanks so much for joining us.
2: Absolutely. Happy to be here.
0: And I have a question about Verizon Business Markets. So Verizon Business means you're working with businesses, but the markets part is confusing to me. Are you, um, are, are you helping a certain type of or, or certain size of business?
2: I'm glad you started there. So, uh, yes, you're right. Verizon's got a consumer business and a business business. So we work with businesses and make sure we're serving their needs in terms of connectivity and all sorts of uh, services that run on connectivity, like like of course communications, security, which we'll be talking a lot more about today, as well as other above the network services. What we've done is in order to serve these businesses really well, we have segmented them and there's a small medium business, which is what I'm a part of. And we talk about businesses anywhere from um, one to all the way thousand FTEs, full-time employees. And, I personally focus on 10 to 1,000, and as you can tell, that's a very varied, extremely vast swath of businesses with huge, varying needs, uh, but we tend to solve for all, any and all of them and make sure that we are the trusted partners for them.
0: Excellent. and that's, And that's covering a range of things from, like you said, from security, which we're going to talk about today, to connectivity, mobility, all that stuff.
2: That's right. So Verizon's surely about connectivity, both wired and mobile. And then on top of it, very naturally, we move into services that sit on top, going all the way to completing the complete stack, as I can call it, of uh, unified communication, secure solutioning for that, as well as extending above and beyond that into other SaaS-based services.
0: Excellent. Uh, Kelsey, were you going to jump in or do you want me to uh, keep Yeah, going?
1: I was wondering about, um, so y'all did a small business recovery survey recently, right? I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about, um, the survey and, and what the results were in terms of, um, you know, you mentioned we were going to be talking about security. <laughs> so I would love to hear, um, what that survey showed you, uh, from, from your customers in terms of security.
2: Yeah, Absolutely. So uh, because we're heavy in the space of managing connectivity and and keeping everything secure on top of it, we do a whole bunch of reports and surveys, and the survey you were talking about, Kelsey, is really the one which we did around uh, small business recovery, uh, where we uh, went out there and talked to over 600 small and medium businesses, tried to understand what it is that's... Um, they are seeing as opportunities, what they're seeing as constraints for their business. And what came out of it was really some very interesting uh, findings. Firstly, um, there is a lot that is happening in terms of extending into security. And uh, about 50 percent of small and medium businesses that we talked to said they've upgraded or are planning to upgrade within the next six months Um, a lot of their software solutions for security. So bringing in antivirus software, bringing in multi-factor authentication and things like that to keep their endpoints secure and start thinking about how to go above and beyond to keep their customers and then also their practices um, safe.
0: So in a... Survey like that, um, do you find that, what is, I guess the, the thing that stands out about, um, how those types of businesses approach security, um, you know, are, are they, are they, I guess, uh, I don't want to put any, I I guess I don't want to put them in a box, but it seems like, you know, obviously smaller businesses are, or, you know, don't have as much in the way of resources, but I'm wondering if they're even, um, If they're even concentrating on security as a subject matter at all, like you know, it it seems like the small businesses that I've worked for—they've just been singularly focused on whatever they're doing, not not necessarily IT connectivity, on security, all the stuff around it.
2: You know, Phil, you'd be surprised. So uh, that is how a lot of people are approaching the subject of cybersecurity and small and medium businesses. But um, actually the survey, not just the survey, all the work that we're doing with this uh, segment is showing us that uh, folks are very, very in tune and in need of uh, services and solutions for a comprehensive set of security um, services. And there's a huge amount of focus there already. See, here's what's happened, right? If you think about small, medium businesses and you think about what's happened even pre-pandemic, you're thinking about two or three very key traits. um, Just account for those. Number one. Businesses are becoming more and more distributed. No longer do you see a business that is insular. They have to be working with partners that are international, employees that are sitting and distributed across the country in many cases, Mm -hmm. and multiple locations. The other thing they're working on is uh, moving into cloud, right? That's the name of the game. As they're looking to scale, as they're looking to expand and bring in new services and move quickly and adapt, they're looking to move a lot of on-prem solutions and services onto cloud and the third which is the most important and more uh, considerate of what the customers are looking for from these businesses is the whole concept of going digital for the customer so they're going online a lot of e-commerce a lot of activities that are happening online now given all these three tens even pre-pandemic businesses were starting to see more and more in terms of vulnerabilities and business risks coming from cybersecurity. Now you bring in COVID and all that happened through COVID. And what happened? Well, everyone was uh, shifting very quickly, much faster than what they expected to into digital. Uh, Their profiles from a physical perspective changed to a point where they started supporting that through uh, a lot of their physical traffic. They started augmenting that with digital and digital traffic. And that started showing up in terms of extreme needs to keep their networks safe and secure and that's exactly what folks have seen and as i was saying even our survey shown that folks are more interested now a lot more interested now in ensuring that they've got all these endpoint vulnerabilities and security needs accounted for than they were before
1: are you finding um from your customers is is there any different based on um, vertical in terms of um, you know how much a priority uh, these changes and their approach to security is I mean I'm just looking through the survey a little bit it looks like uh, you know maybe the financial uh, verticals are, are probably um, some that maybe move quicker <laughs> I would yeah, imagine they
2: do they tend to but uh, honestly given the kinds of threats that are showing up Each and every vertical uh, is starting to need an excessive amount of support around cybersecurity. The reports are showing that uh, the key crime remains uh, that around financial gains, right? And about nine in 10 of the breaches uh, are financially driven, and the small-medium businesses are not immune to that, whilst majority of the breaches continue to be caused by external actors almost 55% of them coming from organized crimes. And when that's happening, you want to make sure that these breaches are accounted for, uh, where your adversaries are using social engineering, misrepresentation tactics to steal your corporate data uh, or hold your businesses random, uh ransom. You want to make sure that, that those kinds of phishing attacks are accounted for. There's been an increase in that um by over 30, 40% in the last couple of years. Uh, So irrespective of the vertical, the need, so long as you're going digital, so long as you're dealing with your customers digitally, so long as you've got your employees connecting uh, in a mobile way, you're seeing a need. And the answers start becoming more of defense in depth, you know, making sure you've got multiple unified uh, mobile and endpoint security solutions covering all your endpoints. So uh, that goes for any company that's going mobile, any company that's going digital.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Is the um, uh, I, I was well. So okay. So it's encouraging that folks are ta- are uh, kind of more aware of it and more um, you know actively engaged in security issues. Um, is there a, a particular set of challenges that are unique to? Uh, small businesses um, and, and, you know, the, and the companies you address and how does, you know, how is Verizon, I guess, better positioned to help them than buying, you know, off the shelf type solutions and them doing it themselves?
2: Yeah. uh, Very, very good question. So, yeah, you know, the kinds of solutions uh, that are needed are, are those that are, that need to be very, very comprehensive. So what happens is you think about a large company or a small company, the kinds of attacks, as I was talking about phishing or um, any form of ransomware attacks, attacks to uh, to the cloud endpoints, right, uh, that are out there, the assets that you have in the cloud uh, versus those that are on-prem where you may see more and higher incidences with uh, cloud assets. Those stay the same. What's unique for small and medium businesses is they may not have the wherewithal um, in terms of an IT department that's focused on the actual detection, the identification um, mm. and prevention okay. of these. That's where you need to uh, be looking for a umbrella of solutions um, that are tied together and are fairly comprehensive and multi-layer deep, right? And uh, the story starts with identifying, and uh, it has been known and we have seen, uh, and the report suggests that too, a lot of these small-medium businesses take over a day, a couple of days to even identify potential breaches, potential areas of uh, vulnerability. And it's it's key that you identify these things before something becomes a really big Data breach uh, that becomes a a problem in terms of loss that you have financially or some kind of harm um, to you or your customers. So, you've got to make sure that there is that. Then, you've got to start thinking about preventing. So, what are the right solutions for those? Making sure that you've got a way to detect these. Um, and respond very quickly. And this detection and response is a key uh, focus area for companies like Verizon, and we can provide the right kinds of support there 24 7. And finally, there are needs for remediation in many cases. So we can talk through each one of these, but as you think about just starting from identification all the way to recovery and re- remediation, you can um, imagine the kind of support you need from an IT organization, which if in many cases lacking, you're gonna have to look for a third party. So that's the piece where this becomes more of an effort where you bring in a company like Verizon that can help you comprehensively across all these different needs, if you will.
1: Yeah, and uh, something we, we spoke with um, on uh, another recent podcast about, uh, you know, kind of applying learnings from enterprise customers uh, in terms of security down to um, the smaller customers. Are there things that Verizon learns from um, securing your larger customers that you can then apply to the smaller ones and, and vice versa? Is, is that something that comes up at all?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm glad you asked. So firstly, because we manage our own networks, the big large networks that we've got, we've got a lot of learning and best practices that we take and we apply in other places uh, within Verizon, but then also in the large enterprises. So that's something that we try and make sure that we down market the right way. So we bring in the same kinds of services um, at the right kinds of price points and of course the right kind of scale Um, as we downsize for the mid market. So that's definitely of value to a lot of our small and mid-sized businesses. The key here remains the level of sophistication that we are seeing in cybercrime in that small medium business is almost at that same level as these larger enterprises. So anything that solves and can support the larger enterprises definitely uh, can be a threat Um, and we can be bringing in those back in. So owning and operating one of the largest sources of threat intelligence in the world, um, our network, we've got to make sure that we're bringing that Uh, back in, you know, two-thirds of the world's IP traffic Mm -hmm. sits on our backbones. Um, So that's one piece where we absolutely learn and grow. Mm -hmm. The other piece, and it's evident in uh, we create this report uh, called the DBIR, Data Breach Incident Report, um, which is more catered to these larger commercial forensic uh, investigations that we do. Uh, We bring that down to the small mid-market in terms of making sure our businesses, the businesses we work with, our partners, our customers are all aware of what exactly is happening. uh, And they can keep close to these and ensure that they are doing a good assessment of what their vulnerability points are and how it is that they can keep improving from there. And then lastly, our people. So we've got the same set of um, resources with over 25 years of industry experience here that are working on those large enterprises that we bring to solve for solutions in that small mid ex, uh, enterprises as well. So I think across the board, we've got lots in terms of opportunities, Kelsey, that we bring to our uh, small mid markets.
1: Yeah, I think that's interesting that, um, you know, I hadn't really thought about it in those terms, but the, the, you know, hackers that are attacking the larger enterprises, you know, they might be the same ones that are going after the smaller ones. And uh, I always yeah. feel bad for those small organizations that, especially with ransomware, they're just made to panic and they, yeah. they maybe don't have the resources to really handle with um, something like that. Or, you know, perhaps their data hasn't been backed up properly. And um, I just feel for those like nonprofits and small
2: You're right. (laughs) Absolutely. What surprised me in the data that we were getting back um, through this uh, survey and other places is that over half of these attacks, even in the small and medium businesses, are organized crimes. So this isn't a one and done. Someone's coming in and just decided to be mean or rogue. There are organized (laughs) crimes because they know in many cases, um, as we were Calling out earlier, Phil, there may not be as much attention to cybersecurity, but the amount of impact that this can have on the brand, as well as, of course, the financial impact is immense for these small, medium businesses. Many of them may not be able to even get back out of such a situation. So ensuring that they've got the right kind of support here is very, very critical, almost with the same level of sophistication as these global enterprises.
0: How does a uh, uh, and we can probably end on this, but I, I'm I'm curious what uh, well both what advice you would have for small to medium businesses, medium sized businesses in terms of uh, uh, cybersecurity overall, like you know especially given what you're you're seeing in the market, but uh, but before that, how does a company go? Um, From detecting a data breach, you know, from taking like a day or several days to detect it to being able to, uh, you know, identify it and act on it more quickly, is that something that's simply a matter of training and tools, or is that something that the you know they have to really kind of tune their tune the network to, you know, to kind of help them uh, uh, figure that stuff out more quickly?
2: Yeah, both very good questions. Let me tie both of them together into a single answer. So look, cybersecurity is constantly evolving. It's changing uh, as adversaries develop develop new tactics. Right. Uh, And there's no set uh, and forget solution here. Um, Every environment requires constant assessment and tweaking. And um, well, that doesn't mean it's a lost cause. There is a method to this, right? You start off and do an assessment and companies like Verizon will come in do an assessment for you, with you to say, okay, what is your job today? How is it growing? What's your role uh, in a, sort of the, the business that you run? And uh, make sure you identify each and every area where you can be putting in the right kinds of solutions, be it for your endpoints like laptops and handsets or your routers, as well as your software that's sitting in the cloud and how it is that you protect those and the people. And once you've done that, what you do is you get in the right kinds of solutions and you start observing and monitoring the right way. The detect and respond, um, there are tools that are available for you if you've got your own IT department that can be detecting and, and responding. Or we can be providing a managed detect and response solution, leveraging AI and machine learning and behavioral analytics 24 seven, 365 days of the year, and alerting in cases of cyber incidents um, and making sure that you these Uh, identifications are done quickly and uh, you contain those threats before they become data breaches and finally uh, every organization needs a world-class incident report plan right like making sure that you've got the right kinds of remediation tactics Uh, when, and if the wrong things happen, are you prepared? Are you ready to be answering those very quickly? So it's a very methodical way of going about it. But the key really, Phil, here is it's not a set and forget set of solutions. It's got to be constantly evolved.
0: Yeah, that makes sense because the threats are constantly evolving. And like you said, the shape and the nature of businesses, and this kind of keeps coming up on you know, the podcast is that the nature of businesses is changing as well, you know, from right. uh, from all in one place to distributed, from all analog to in the cloud. And uh, and so it it makes it makes a lot of sense that the security would 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 follow that. But uh, uh, but of course, it certainly doesn't happen overnight.
2: <laughs> um, Absolutely.
0: Uh, but done
2: right what I would have to say is th- this does bring in for all the reasons you just called out being distributed being able to go digital being able to support e-commerce digitally if done right security can bring in the maximum afford you the maximum amount of flexibility to grow and serve your customers when and where they want you to so rather than looking at this as sort of this you know one big um checkbox that you've got to do if you're running a business, thinking of it as an opportunity to stand and differentiate and really make sure that your customers, your employees, and finally the business you're running is safe, secure, but also set up for growing and growth for the future right. uh, is absolutely um, possible.
0: Fantastic. All right, Kelsey, uh, any any last thoughts or uh, uh, final questions yeah. that I might have forgotten?
1: No, I mean, definitely, uh, they, they definitely have their work cut out for them. <laughs> like, that's, that's a great point. To, know,
2: companies like know. Verizon that are uh, here to serve right. you any and all size businesses uh, and make sure that they've got a comprehensive security suite. Yeah, all right. definitely. Uh, well, thanks, Aparna. Uh, Aparna
0: karjekar Did I say it right? Uh, you said
2: it perfectly. Thank
0: perfect. You. Uh, thanks so much for joining us and uh, we'll have you back soon. Take care.
2: Thank you. You too. Take care.